What is up, guys? Welcome to the very first episode of Ear Sense. I am your host, the Ear God, and welcome to the show. I wanted to have a platform to be able to talk about all these crazy music ideas that I have, all this new music that is coming out, so incredible, and even to the local scene in Chicago that I am also contributing to as an engineer and a producer, that I wanted to just have a place to share. So I almost consider this more of an audio vlog. It's going to be from my personal experiences, my personal point of view, but I definitely want to be able to share other people's ideas and people that I talk to. So maybe down the line, I will have some interviews. And if anybody is interested in that, let me know. I wanted to give a special shout out to my partner in EarSense, my cousin Dom. He just celebrated his 28th birthday in the 2nd of October. And to dedicate this first episode to him, I wanted to play one of my favorite songs that I've ever worked on and something that we created with my other cousin, High Volume. This is The Method by DOM, produced by myself and High Volume. Check it out.
focused on promotions too dope for overdosing west coast posting blue dream token opposite of you i'm not broken some say cliche but that's a mistake Keep this one on replay Flow like I'm on the freeway You sound like you on freebase My aura shine like it's gleaming Making plays like I'm scheming She say she need it, she fiending If she don't get it, she needing That's a problem or an issue Sob story, grab the tissue As a youth, always feeling misuse Poor girl, always said she missed you Never had a good chance To learn, improve, and enhance Always pick last one on the past Parents didn't have no cash to give her Man, that gives me goosebumps still listening to it. That was an awesome session that we had. It was myself, my homie Asani Hard from The Little People, who was actually on the bridge, uh, Dom, and our friend from elementary school. His name is Ryan. Shout out to Ryan for coming through that day with the beer. Um, yeah, I mean, we were just popping beers, and, you know, we just were like all having a good time talking about different things. And when we started getting into the song, um, Dom went through his first verse. We came up with the hook. He wanted to use the multiple voice ideas and we tried that out and it worked. And then when we came into the second verse, I had him rewrite a few ideas that kind of fit the song more. And then the bridge in between the second and the third verse, I remember looking over my shoulder and Asani was like kind of mumbling like certain things, but I just kept hearing the melody and I was, and the one is chosen. And then I heard that and I was like, yo, go sing that. Like, so he did it in like three takes. And I remember I auto tuned his voice just a little bit. And then I remember I had to change the key of the song because that's when the transition comes in. It's a different key. So we had to kind of see how that would work. And it worked out perfect. So the stars really aligned in this session because every creative idea that we brought to the table that each of us contributed to made sense and it made the song 10 times better each time. I remember I took the session home, I got the track outs from my cousin and we started mixing the song and when I sent him the final product, we were all so geeked. We came up with the art cover like a couple of days later and I think probably I think 3 weeks of making that song we ended up releasing it and it became a really cool reaction so i'm really glad i was able to uh, have this platform to share that with you guys and like i said that was one of my favorite sessions just because there's a way with your creative circle and people that who you make music with can have the best effect on you because they will bring the best out of you and that is actually going to be our next topic of conversation so here it is Let's talk about finding your creative circle. These are going to be the people that you share all of your crazy ideas with, and they're going to tell you, this is a dope idea. This is not a dope idea. Let's have a conversation about it. These are going to be the people that are brutally honest about your creativity, but always want you to do better. 
Over the course of the eight years that I've been doing music, I've met a lot of people that I still talk to to this day and many things that I've learned from all of them. One person in particular I met on my first day of school. We had the same classes together for several months, which is Jers from Jers and the Fat Man. They're a production duo originally based in Jersey. And Jers was the one that used to bring his MPC and his Phantom X6 over to my house and he would teach me how to use it. This was before I learned how to be a producer or learned about using Pro Tools and things like that. So this helped me get a little jump start on learning how to create with old analog machines. And it gave me so much more appreciation for those things. And I thank him for that. Once we got to learning Pro Tools and I started becoming more of a in-the-box engineer is what we call it. In-the-box means everything is done in the computer. Um... He showed me how to be more efficient and being able to set up sessions to be able to work with artists much faster. And that became a big stepping stone to the person that I was going to meet next, which is my best friend and one of my first artists that I started working with, Poppy Chulo Juno, also went by the name Screw Banga. Um, I met Screw through Jers, actually. They invited me to this meeting at Call, uh, it was a place called Ale House. It was right in front of the school. And a guy had set up a meeting where it was a bunch of different artists, producers, and I think I was the only engineer, and I think I was the youngest at the time. And we had this meeting about working on a project together and all of us just collaborating. So I really loved this idea, and that's where I met Screw. And when we first started working together, we were both surprised about each other's work ethic. We were still new in how to make records and being able to work in a studio environment. And once certain things kind of fell through with that group thing, um, he hit me up and he was like, hey, I would love to work with you and I would love to continue you know, making music with you. You know, Can we make this happen? So I said, yeah, sure. You know, he would come to my house and uh, never charged him for a thing. And we would record anywhere from eight to 12 hours a day. And we would record like three to five days a week. So that was literally my whole full-time job of free work while I was going to school. So everything that I was learning at school, I was able to really put to use with him. And we made I think in a couple months, we made three mixtapes that we only put out one, or I think we didn't even put out any of them. And then from there, I just decided, hey, let's work on an album together. It was the first time I ever worked on a full-length project as a producer and as an engineer. Um, this was right before I was about to graduate. So we took several months working on this project. I think the whole album took about a year from getting beats from different producers that were good friends that I developed over my years at college. And they were just like, yeah, here's some beats. We listened to a bunch, and I think we went from like 75 beats narrowed down to like 21, and it was incredible. The recording process was so incredible. We had so many great memories, and this is why we became really close friends because a lot of the music really contributed to of what was happening at that particular time. He... Screw really helped me learn to be an amazing engineer by working with artists, being able to work on a project and see it from beginning to end and using my input to help make the songs better or enhance his ideas that he might not have been able to execute without. And all that practice really helped me into my internships as well as my time at the studio where I'm working at now, which is Private Stock Studios, uh, Jason Balacarcel, 
who is one of the owners, took me in and really honed my skills in to be the engineer that I am today. And I've been able to meet and get so many opportunities with amazing artists that I'm working with till this day. And I've been fortunate enough to be able to develop those skills and being able to share them with you guys. And like I said, creating a creative circle is going to be super important because these are going to be the people that ultimately help you succeed in what you're trying to do or help you fail because if they're not pushing you to make you better then they really don't need to be in your circle so always keep an expanding circle but your day ones are always going to be the people that are going to ride or die for you and i think it's really important to be open to collaborating with people be open to constructive criticism and be open to wanting to get better trusting that process I wanted to say thank you guys for tuning into the first ever episode of EarSense. It's been an incredible journey being able to piece this podcast together for the first time. I'm learning a lot. If you guys have any input or any ideas that you guys want me to cover, hit me up on Instagram or Twitter at EarGod, E-A-R-G-A-W-D, for more updates or just to give me some feedback on what I can do better. Hope you guys have an incredible day and hope to hear back from you guys.